he's not super loud. Stop making fun of Rob. He's not super loud. It's a real condition, Tina. I have to talk over children. Evening, everybody. It's Tuesday night. It's about nine o'clock. Welcome to What's on Joe Mind. And uh, as you can see, we got a full house today. We'll be right back with you once you enjoy our kick-ass theme song. Stick around. <laughs> Tuesday. Welcome to What's on Joe Mind. We are a fan cast about the world of G.I. Joe. I'm your host, Mike Irizarry. Okay, so everybody's sending, Joe Colton sending links. People are sending comments through the live chat. All is working as it should. Uh, big, big thanks to uh, our good friend over on uh, Hood of Cobra Commander 788, Brian Lower, for giving us the, the plug tonight. Uh, we appreciate that. Uh, Lord knows he sends enough of you over. But uh, <laughs> how is everybody? Hey, man, we got the best lead in in sports. Right. It's, it's the cheers to our night court. I like it. Ooh, can I be bull? <laughs> I don't want to be bull. You can. All right. You just have to shave the rest of your head, though. It's coming. <laughs> I mean, it, We're not it, there yet, but we'll get no. there. We'll get there. He is uh, Nostradamus Mark Weber, uh, former head of marketing for, for, the, for the fine G.I. Joe team at Hasbro. I mean, uh, we call him the honcho. How are you, Mark? I mean, if I could really see sing, see things coming, I'd still be the head of marketing for GI well, Joe. That was but... Bull's first name. That was his <laughs> yeah. actual first name. Well, that's right. That's right. Bull Shannon. I so, forgot about Nost that. Nostradamus, Mark Weber. Yeah. Okay. Well, in a night court sense, unless in a <laughs> we're eliminating your position sense, uh, right. but it's good to be here regardless. I mean, you're the tallest. You kind of have to be, right? Yeah. Right. I can see. I can see things coming. <laughs> I just can't get out of the way. <laughs> Like <laughs> not that nimble <laughs> but, but yeah i didn't well no i guess it didn't surprise me anyway good to be here two-time junior varsity captain by the way just saying all right well i mean junior varsity captain of what soccer okay well i'd look man, at this. man's game it's like football that's without a, pads that's that's a valid question to ask man yeah yeah. I, yeah I was varsity captain of the trombone section that doesn't mean nearly as much how many people in that trombone section? Ooh, at our peak? Yeah. I, I mean, you want to count the rest of the low brass in, instruments, we're probably enough, probably a good 20. That's pretty good. I like it. It was big band. How well, how was Xavier with? Holy smokes. <laughs> got a dog barking. I got children running up the stairs. Got a dog still on camera, no less. Right. Come here, Emma. She won't come here. <laughs> a little ham. Doesn't like you nearly enough. Doesn't like me much. No. But <laughs> I'm frequently, I'm a fourth number four draft pick, but I'm frequently the only one on this level. So whether you like it or don't like it, you better learn to love it. 
Yeah, no, Andrew Galgan, he understands. He knows he knew the dynamics that were at play. Oh, now we're talking. More like a power man, I think, than an <laughs> iron fist. I ran around screaming sweet Christmas all the time. But, uh, in the chain bottom belt, Tiara. In the bottom row, he's a host without a show. Uh, but he's still reading a lot of comics in the meantime. It's rack time, Rob. Hello. I have to be quiet. Apparently, my mic is just so loud. It's really loud today. Yeah, you. you I mean, she's not, I don't know why. It's, it's one of those things. Every so often, Streamyard is weird. Yeah. How long are your is your headphone cord? Because I was thinking maybe you could do the show from the door frame, and it would, <laughs> it would, it would the, balance the funny, out. Maybe. The funny thing is, is that my computer is currently telling me that it is not connected to the internet. I thought the lightsaber sound effect was a little much, but it's it's very. uh, Should I should I back out and try and get back in? See if that helps. Oh, how about you try without the headphones? It's worth a shot. I know I'm always screaming at you guys to have headphones, but clearly Joe Colton never listens. So now he's the rebel. (laughs) He's the bad boy. Take that. What do you think, Joe Colton? You're the one who's sensitive to this sort of thing. I don't know. You only said take that. All right. Well, anyways, it's time to introduce you. Yes. <laughs> Rob doesn't get much of an introduction other than you're being loud. You're loud. Stop it. <laughs> She's hearing for two. Oh, That's she does better. She's incredibly uncomfortable, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> she's the, the, the queen of G.I. Joe cosplay, the co-hostess with the co-mostess. Uh, I guess technically now she's the co-hostess says with the co-mostess says. Uh, it's Joe Colton, everyone. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I can't fit into any of my G.I. Joe costumes. <laughs> I tried to put on the Viper the other day. <laughs> oh, I mean, really? Well, I couldn't, it, couldn't get the pants on, couldn't get the shirt on. <laughs> I Sweat barely pants. got the vest on. What <laughs> Viper is is your costume? Yeah. That's what I was to say. Among that Apollo Creed esque introduction, I believe you forgot Empress of the Sweatpants. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, the sweatpants and pajama pants. <laughs> Who knew pregnancy would be so fashionable? <laughs> I think Diana's got it figured out as to why why you are reading Rob's mic hotter. Than everyone else is, it's mom ears. Oh, mom probably. Well, and that when when you when you shout at young mango habanero because they're <laughs> getting into stuff like that. That's it's, it's what it's what your what your ears are training for. Mm-hmm. And Wes is going to know every time somebody touches the thermostat. <laughs> that's it. And in a couple of years, when you say sure to any question. That means I didn't really hear what you said, but it didn't involve knives. <laughs> sure. Or explosives. Yeah, or explosives. Sure. Explosives. Fireworks get in that category quite yeah, often. Yeah, that's true. So, <laughs> so, Joe Colton, you were at a show last week. Yes. Uh, oh, my God. I should not have done that show. <laughs> Did they? Did they bust out the wheelchair for you? What what happened? Almost. I uh so I we got there on Friday and I dressed up as uh Wanda pregnant Wanda from Marvel the the TV show WandaVision. And that mm-hmm. was comfortable. Um 
but I'm, I'm on like restrictive activity. So I can only walk like 30 to 45 minutes now. And so I walked around more than 45 minutes and my back and ankles, uh, my back hurt a lot. My ankles swelled up. I couldn't get my boots off. <laughs> uh oh. So we've fun. got a do we have a photo of that? I think we have a photo of that. <laughs> we have a photo of me in the costume early on, yes. No, I just mean a photo of you unable to get out of your Oh no, photo. no, no, no. I got yeah. Do we let me check and see. Do we? Um did your big toe swell up? Oh my god. Please don't look at that. Oh my god. Oh no, look at it. I hate you people. <laughs> it's huge. Oh, um, and then the next day I was like, oh, I'll just like elevate my feet, but I'm now in the third trimester, so I can't really sleep on my back. So I have to sleep on my side and I couldn't very well keep my feet elevated, but they like de-puffed a little bit. And so I wore running shoes with the Daenerys costume and that was comfortable except there was too many people. So I got very exhausted. Um, and I so we forgive temporal faux pas in yeah. cosplay at this point Joking. yeah so then like we laughed had the starbucks cup too went eating i was carrying around an egg with snacks in it <laughs> so i kept opening the egg and just like eating <laughs> cooking her egg look rob if you're dressed in a if you're dressed in a game of thrones costume you have a starbucks cup that's canon yeah <laughs> oh, that's right yeah. yes it is uh and then, um, so my fit, my feet swelled up again, and they were really bad on Sunday. Um, and then I got into, we had to squeeze my feet into like Star Trek boots, which have an elastic. So it was kind of like they were almost like compression boots. So, but then taking them off, I had to like lay down <laughs> and have Wes like pull my feet off. Right, just, just, just Start lay down and just let all the blood get back right. out. Lower extremity. All, yeah. All of all of a sudden, marrying a guy who knows the proper application of the ankle lock <laughs> was a huge, huge boon. Yes. Big plus. Yes. Although I, we don't have any more cons, but I am wanting to do the pregnant Doctor Crusher. <laughs> so it'll be fun. Uh, Matt Rubin notes that uh, be glad Joe is only able to give you the middle finger and not the middle toe, Mark. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. That, that's yeah. probably it's a it's a gnarled. <laughs> yeah, we're all one size now. <laughs> so Henrietta McCoy. <laughs> didn't didn't Wes lose the Mid Atlantic Cruiserweight title to a Doctor Crusher? I think that I think I read that somewhere in the in the results. Doctor Crusher. <laughs> It was, uh, I mean, it was so long ago, it could have been Ed Strangler Lewis for all we know. <laughs> it was Dr. Nick Riviera. That was it. Dr. You, Jerry you have a, a postscript to Joe Colton's baby name contest. Oh. Which I'm going to put on screen. Okay. Um, but, uh, I've missed a few episodes and had to go to bed during the last one, so I didn't get to share my baby name stories. I tried to number the kids, mistake number one, mistake number two, and so on. <laughs> my wife got all pissy about it. Instead, I put, actually put my daughter's name up in a work bet I had, and I lost. Now my daughter's name is Kara Elizabeth Nagoster Adams. 
Needless to say, my wife was less than pleased. My daughter has embraced it, though. She actually goes by ghost now. Anyways, the moral of the story is that uh, they're your kids, so you can call them whatever you want, and they can't do shit about it until they're old enough to legally change it. <laughs> the once on your mind poet laureate, Nick Adams. And if you don't if you don't believe him, ask Mike and Rob's sister, Stinky. Stinky. Yeah. Yeah, poor, poor Funny thing is, she didn't get that nickname until she, I think she was old enough to change it. Yeah, it was it, close. That was either late high school or early college or something yeah. like that. Story, so, but uh, yeah, so that that's that's the the postscript to to the naming conventions. There, we wanted to make sure that you got to see that mm-hmm. because we do have our our shock announcement for tonight. Yes, this is Joe Colton's last episode for a while. Yeah, not, not forever, mind you, just, mm-hmm. just for a little bit. Yeah, just for a little bit. I'm getting very tired now. <laughs> so, like. I worked until like 10 minutes before we got on and I actually had to take a nap (laughs) this evening (laughs) and a nap this afternoon during work. And so (laughs) I had to work really late. That's the dream right there. (laughs) Thankfully my boss is quite understanding. So she's like, did you mark off the time in your outlook calendar as like siesta two to three (laughs) thirty? No, I wrote baby appointment. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's not wrong. Oh, so, right. so, yeah, it, it, it's getting to the point where, where Joe Colton is very, very pregnant and, and asking her to, to sit in a chair for an hour and a half to two hours or however long we sit here and spout nonsense about toys is a little bit of a big ask. I feel bad, but it gets really hard to sit like this and breathe. <laughs> so I'm usually like incline, <laughs> like I'm on an incline and then my feet are up in the air. Breathing's overrated. Right? <laughs> It'd be weird if I had my but, feet like coming out like this <laughs> on either side. It's a totally, different, the birth. totally different kind of podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Those are, those are usually only on OnlyFans. Yeah. yeah, we don't have that. That's not or like good. I said, we're filming. Not that kind of show. <laughs> yeah. So, so Joe Colton is is uh is taking a, a leave of absence, and we will certainly have um uh you know, updates and and hopefully some some snapshots here and there. Uh, we we sent along several fashion tips before the show started, uh, where we encouraged Joe to take up moomoos. Yes, I do want to wear one just to know what it looks like. And we need pictures of that. We need we need to get the Joe Colton and a Moomoo. We need to get we need to get you like Homer Simpson's fat guy hat too. <laughs> oh my god! If you can find one, I will wear it for you. <laughs> Excellent. I, I'm to the point where like anything that is like not like <laughs> constricting, I am all for. Super overweight Homer Simpson cosplay. It's gonna happen. <laughs> it's gonna happen here. On what's on Joe Mind. Oh, forget man. the cloak. <laughs> <laughs> the cloak. Not, I mean, we're going to miss Joe, obviously, but I'm already thinking about the glorious return, right? Oh, when so you... my plan is to have a G.I. Joe costume on her. And then, like, when I come back, I just, like, present the baby. Yeah. And we all sing the Lion King song. It'll be incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. 
So yeah. yeah, do you have any any last any last words for for the the populace Don't for our, our... About me. <laughs> <laughs> I will miss everybody and I I will miss our Friday now Tuesday nights and like I do look forward to seeing everybody and reading their comments and like engaging fans and like we don't really have an official Joe Con like we used to. So like this is one of the platforms we get to like engage and and talk to everybody and catch up and and, and then the Aquiusin, oh my god. <laughs> um oh so comfy. <laughs> oh so comfy. It I don't know. I I'm gonna miss everybody and like I'm gonna try not to cry because I'm very emotional today. So really that that's why I keep stringing this along. That's... I hate you. <laughs> it doesn't take much. I'm just gonna get teary-eyed. I, I, in fact, I, why don't I go ahead and I'll get, I'll get Joe Colton up in the big window. We'll see. Oh my god! Why would you do that? Like now I'm like big and red and blotchy and teary-eyed. Oh my god! That's my Thumbs up. Thumbs up. <laughs> now we're getting comments from Rex Ryan. <laughs> no. <laughs> So just to refresh everybody, approximate due date is uh, I am due June 3rd. However, <laughs> I will tell you guys here. Um I don't know if I did I mention I so I had gone to the doctor for my my I because of my difficulties, I, I go every so often and her head at 28 weeks was what it should have been at 29 and five days which was 11 inches in circumference. And then her, her what you're saying. Yeah. She'll probably be early. Or she's going to be a giant monster, 14 pound baby. Like you were super head too. (laughs) So when I was born, I was 12 pounds, 11 ounces and half that weight was my head. So I'm hoping I don't have a gigantic headed baby, but apparently you were a a bowling ball. And with a full head of hair, so no, I've I've gone to the like rack at a bowling alley. Star Trek pilot. I've gone to the rack at a bowling alley and picked up a twelve and gone. Eh, maybe maybe an eleven. <laughs> so, no. <laughs> your mom must be loving this. Yeah, she's actually laughing. Like, she's like, "How you feeling?" And I was like, "How's that?" <laughs> it's heavy. It's getting heavy. And she's like, "Oh, you're still you still got a couple months to go." I'm like, "Oh." oh. Uh, new baby name Modoc. Somebody <laughs> else said that over the weekend when they saw me. They're like, "Wow, you like blew up." <laughs> Are you sure you don't have Modoc in there? And I, was like, I, "Don't I, you dare!" <laughs> I used I used that line at last year's high school thirtieth reunion. It didn't go over well. <laughs> no, the world does not get the opportunity to make comments like this with with just no repercussions very often. <laughs> so you can't get mad at people for taking advantage of that. Yeah, it's it's fine. I'll have a. I asked the lady. I was like, "Is that big for a head?" And she goes, "Oh, sweetie, it's too late to ask that question." <laughs> I was like, "I just want to know." No backing out now. Notes, fluttering notes. Uh, the commentary I'm getting from the mother of three students. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, her stomach is uh, or was uh, two weeks ago nine inches like around. So. So she's like a barbell. She was over three pounds or just, just bursting, so just, bursting forward like an alien. 
for people who haven't nomads wandering nomads wandering life is saying <laughs> joe for people who haven't been haven't been following the entire journey everybody knows there's weird pregnancy cravings so yeah. what what are a few that you've been through to this point i remember uh, pickles crispy pickles yes they had to be crunchy crispy pickles um but at like at the same like on the same plate i would have mm -hmm. liked uh pickles olives cheese some popcorn and after that would be ice cream okay any particular and dip like ruffle chips with uh the ruffles so some movie snacks and a nice antipasta right yeah and then like buttered noodles i had cravings for butter oh, like right. i've never had buttered noodles before wes and wes grew up on them and like i could have buttered noodles every day <laughs> that's not everything that you just described sounds like a terrible bag of jelly bellies <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the other thing that i crave is is what like, kale oh, okay. so I you're the one I told I told the uh, the OBGYN that I crave like salads, but like kale and spinach, and she's like, well, "That's new, but better than like craving like anchovies." And I was like, right. "Oh, okay." Giving birth to Popeyes. Kale is like you know this yeah. spinach doesn't taste enough like dirt can we dirt this up a little bit and that's how you get kale so mm -hmm. <laughs> i i uh i i uh I, I love spinach i hate kale yeah i i need more iron so they're like keep eating like all the kale and the steaks you can like before in the pregnancy said not a lot of red meat now they're like eat a steak and so like i had steak for for breakfast like yeah like a, yeah. Like a 16 ounce steak <laughs> with a potato, fully loaded <laughs> and then a salad on the side and i was like this is so weird you're eating like hitchcock <laughs> yeah. I was like, wes is staring at me he's like are you okay i was like this is delicious <laughs> like am i okay <laughs> great man can we get some more steak on this salad <laughs> So Did you just odd. put A1 on your salad? That's weird. No, you're ruining steak like that. Just saying. <laughs> oh, A1 is kind of gross. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 57, I don't mind. Little, little, so little I have to have the steak uh, at least medium well. Sure. Um, Matt Rubin asked medium rare. I usually have the medium rare, but now it's like medium well. Medium well. Yeah, well done. Yeah. No, no pink is what you're saying. Yeah, I can't have pink. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. We'll yeah. The one thing I cannot be around is tuna. And I like uh. tuna sandwiches or tuna salad. Yeah, no, that's a, that is not good. I can smell everything though. Like at the con. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Plan <laughs> I, I never thought about that. Going to a con with enhanced senses. Yeah. A terrible thing. Yeah. So in addition to snacks, I also had like a spray bottle <laughs> in my egg. So I just like, 
and then take out a snack. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out there because there's, as I recall, when you're at cons, there's a line to hug Joe Colton, right? Yeah, we. So yeah, as a as a pregnant cosplayer, yeah, was there any can I touch the belly stuff going on? Because that's creepy too. No, so friends of mine have asked, but fans like they just stare at it, (laughs) like. It will not hurt you, like but I don't, I don't offer either because um, she's like, I don't know. I, I feel like she gets, I feel weird and it, or, or she feels weird. I don't know. Like it just, I get a feeling of like, I don't want to be touched. <laughs> I mean, even with pronoun gate, well, in our past, I think you can say we feel weird. <laughs> yeah, we feel weird. Plural <laughs> is all right. Yeah. Plural yeah. is fine. Yeah. But so, like, if Wes were to kiss my belly, that's fine. But if he rubs his beard, she is not a fan of that. I get like really like freaked out, and I'm like, ah, <laughs> like just scream at him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not a feeling I like. She she responds by pointing her toes, which, as we know, is is a yeah. dangerous situation. I hope she has like oh. I hope she can like lift stuff up with her toes like I can. It'll freak him out. It'll be great. <laughs> She'll bring him the remote with her foot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have oh, I have oh, been- piano. I'll tell you guys this. Uh so I'm usually like between 145 and 150, more closer than 150. I am like 186. <laughs> And that has got to be the high watermark by an incredible amount, yes? <laughs> yes. I've. Uh, the only other time I gained that much weight was when I was tr- leaving my previous relationship, and I had reached one, 176. So now I'm 186. I've never been. Like, <laughs> I get tired, like, walking down a flight of stairs i also walk down hills like i'm about to ship myself because so. <laughs> i have to counterbalance the, the angle <laughs> now the last time i was 186 i think i was 18 years old yeah, it, was like, it was like junior year for me but right I, I wasn't even done growing yet now now i'm not i want to make sure people understand this if they've never met him wes is ripped right but Wes is not incre- Wes is not incredibly tall. I, so I love that that's her reaction. Is, is there a chance that you might become the alpha in this house? <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> You're number one with a bullet. Was man, come on. With a bullet and a stick. <laughs> Dear God, I do have heartburn, Ad, Andrew. I have heartburn and indigestion at the same time. <laughs> they normally do go together. Yeah, I've never had this before. It's a lot, like very, very, lo- like a lot. <laughs> right. It's uh look, look. We're I'm not I'm not dismissing the wrist lock by any means here, but mm. I think I think he was I think he's perfectly on board with with you being in charge. I think think he always was. That's why that's that's why you two are together. He he understands that this this chick's just gonna have to have to be in charge of stuff, and I'm just 
I'm just going to chip it when I'm asked. I'm not so. sure he forecasts being surpassed <laughs> in the weight category, but but he loves you still, and that's what's important. <laughs> All right, Joe Colton, we we got a guest waiting in the wings. Yes, so. let's get him on. So let's uh let let's let's ask you for your final words here, Joe Colton. Are you trying to make me cry again? I started yeah. crying before. Yes, you have. Now, I mean, you said you started to say goodbye, and then we went off into a half hour and baby. Story. Am I staying on for this one? No, I, I thought you were leaving so you could get some rest. We're setting you oh, free. I just, I, okay, I, okay. Um, thank you, everybody, for all the years of support. I love uh, my co-hosts, and I love all of you guys for being with us and sticking with us. And I will be back. Not to worry. Um, I will be gone for several months, but I will tune in when I can <laughs> if I'm feeding the baby. <laughs> I'll jump in. Well, you can so. you can watch with the computer on the side. It's okay. Yes, yes. Uh, we have to set up a way that I can like lay down and not be straining. So it's called a tablet. <laughs> <laughs> tomato tomato so, oh god i'm gonna miss everybody so all thank right, you guys joe. very much i love everybody and i will be back all right joe colton we love you too be safe keep us posted yes put, put pictures up on the on the on the facebook page i will i will i'll send you guys uh my next sonogram in a couple weeks that oh, way you can cool. share it with the with the with the group here if they want to see if and, and we have uh, we have links with the registry too. Do you want us to share those? Yes, you can share those. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so you told me to give them to you, so I'm listening to you. We'll, we'll get the once. I'll, I'll put a fancy graphic together with it. We'll get them up. Okay. It'll have an explosion in the background. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> a baby just coming through the explosion. Mike's, Mike's good at that. <laughs> explosion. Big Modoc baby. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, we, we will see you in a couple months with your plus one. Yes. Yes. Outstanding. All Have right. Good night, everybody. Much love. Night, Thank you very much for all the support. Be well. Will do. Thank you. Bye, guys. All Man, right. I had money on her last word being a curse. Well, I mean, there's... We didn't want to do her that that way, Mark. Come on now. Seemed, seemed like seemed like a safe bet, right? Well, now now that uh, now that Joe is gone, uh, we we can bring our guest on board. He's uh he was he was off taking care of stuff, so it worked very well that we we got a we got a window that we didn't have any overlap. Uh, but joining us this evening, he is the the founder of Whiskey Jack Toys, and uh, the the guy with all the answers as to the Legends of the Hidden Force Kickstarter that is active now on Kickstarter. Darren Howlett is with us, ladies and gentlemen. Here I am. What? How you doing? Oh, oh no, please, please. Yeah. Our Canadian quotient is returned. <laughs> we used to have this thing in, uh, we used to have this, I think we actually still have it, but we used to have this thing in Canada uh, growing up, with, it's called CanCon, where 30% uh, of all content on television, on uh, radio, on anything had to be Canadian in origin. Because if they didn't make rules like that, it would have just been nothing but U.S. programming, U.S. radio, U.S. everything, and there'd be none of us making it anywhere. So I feel like I'm the CanCon tonight. That's right. And when I put this, when I put this image of Joe Colton's foot back up, we hit, <laughs> we hit that thirty-three percent. Yeah, 
Five percent foot, five toes, and Darren. Right. We're, we're right in there, right in there at that point. Yeah, Darren, it's been a bit. I understand you're no. out. You're out at the office tonight. I am. I am. Um, yeah. I. It's been a pretty crazy couple of months for me. Uh, I. I too have a podcast. Had it for twelve years with uh, another guy. Uh, his name's John, and he and I used to own a pasta shop together. And we've had this podcast. We've had a couple of businesses together, and uh, we both worked at this restaurant through COVID. I had retired from restaurant, restaurant, everything, and uh, yeah. And then he he called me, and he's like, "Hey, I know you're just doing toys now, but if you come down here and work for a bit, I'm pretty sure they'll sell us this restaurant." And I'm like, "What?" And this is a restaurant that I worked at as a kid, it was, it's easily the most prestigious and esteemed restaurant in our area. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me. And so I came down and here we are three months ago, we bought this restaurant. So, um, that's what I do now. Uh, and this is my very cramped, noisy little office, but, uh, this was the only space I could do it today. So that's all right. Cause, uh, I'm, as, as the, the evening goes on, we're sure to hear more from Mark's background of, of, <laughs> Yeah. Well, oh, the yeah. door behind me. Walk by the door. We'll get the dog. Yeah, the door behind me. I've already had two of our servers come in and say, "Am I interrupting anything?" And when before I came on, I'm like, "Almost," but we'll that see. They might not tonight. No, that'll be great. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Wave to them. Uh, yeah. They have, if someone comes in, yeah. they have to. They have to introduce themselves. Sure, I'll make. Them. Otherwise, otherwise, sure. it'd just be rude. Yeah. All right. No answers unless they introduce themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's uh, but yeah, I, I, like I said, I, um, had this, this sort of pulled me out of retirement. I'd left regular work and was just working on toys and I was doing very well for myself. I didn't have a big company, but I was getting enough where I was happy and covering and paying bills and enjoying life. And then, uh, COVID hit. And, you know, as it originated out of China, uh, a lot of our pursuits and endeavors, especially in the smaller factories in China, got shut down so fast and uh, kind of lost everything there. I had quite a bit invested over there and learned some lessons for sure. Uh, things I would never do again and kinds of over leveraging myself or or making too much, giving too much faith to the process instead of being hands on. Um, but yeah. And so uh, ever since I lost everything, I was, I took a couple minutes to take a beat and was like, do I, is this it? Is that, is that me throwing in the towel or is that just me getting started now that I've learned? So yeah, I took a big deep breath and said, I guess I'm starting from scratch. And here we are three or four years later, me starting from scratch. Like the cliches say, man, you know, it's just, it's not important how many times you get knocked down. It's how many times you get back up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, here I am back up again. <laughs> a couple minutes. We're we're gonna roll through a protracted uh, community calendar. We'll get some news, and then we'll get right to we'll get right into Legends of the Hidden Force. Sounds good. But uh, prepare yourself for the the uh, mushroom induced portion of the program. <laughs> All righty then. We have the best fans. <laughs> <laughs>
That's awesome. <laughs> I wasn't expecting psychedelic Rob. <laughs> I don't know if those are bad mushrooms or good mushrooms. <laughs> both. They are both. Both at the same time. <laughs> but uh, thanks to Absorbids for another uh, another round of, of community calendar interest. But uh, coming up this weekend, starting on the 31st, it's uh, the Pop Culture Power Show in Stafford, Texas, just outside of Houston. Big Joe show this year. Larry Hama, Greg Berger, Arthur Burghardt, Zach Hoffman, Morgan Lofting, Andrew Wildman will all be in attendance. We got Roy Thomas up on the placard, too, because, hey, Roy Thomas. But uh, you can visit their site for tickets and pricing information. They do have a special seg segment set aside where they inform us that parking is free. Oh, yes. As it is with all the greatest of toy shows. Parking yes. is free. And uh, so, yes, that is, uh, again, outside of Houston, starting on the 31st through the rest of the weekend. Uh, next up, same same thing this weekend, uh, starting the 31st at Steel City Con outside of Pittsburgh at the Monroeville Convention Center. You can get more ticket pricing info at steelcitycon.com. You see there we've got the, less, the guests listed off to the side. Um, all kinds of TV folks and comic book folks there. Uh, I got Kari Payton there in red. That's 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 a GI Joe guy for us, kinda. He was ripcord on Renegades. That's enough. Man's oh, got yeah. man's got an Emmy, mm -hmm. not for ripcord, but whatever. He, you know. What's so, for Cyborg? Uh, if you're out in if you're out in no, it's uh, Walking Dead. Oh yeah, that's right. If you're out in Matt Rubin's part of the part of the world, uh, check out Steel City Con. Uh, again, that's a, a tickets sold in advance, so be sure to check out SteelCityCon.com. Come early and watch MJF cut a scathing promo on Richard Dreyfus. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you a big fish, anyways. Right. He he and Nancy Cartwright are going to do a mixed tag team against uh, Richard <laughs> Dreyfus and uh, and Dolph Lundgren. No, <laughs> and George Wentz. <laughs> And of course, also this weekend, uh, we, we hadn't talked about it because C2E2 is a show that gets mainstream media. So I figured, what what do they need us for? But we figured we'd better, better tell you it's happening anyway. Uh, that's in Chicago, C2E2.com. Uh, it's got comics and guests and stuff. It's got that Picasso at the Honorable Richard M. Daly Plaza. Uh, so be sure to get yourself out to Chicago. Check out C2E2. It's just to the left of the office of the Cook County Assessor. That's right. That's right. Next to Abe Froman, the Sausage King of Chicago's headquarters. I promised uh, this was sent to us uh, by Jeff Butler, and I, I promised him a low effort tile in, in this week's this week's uh, uh, presentation. So uh, Jeff Butler will be there on Friday. Viper Scout will be there on Saturday. See what's on Joe Mind Chicago runs deep. We won't be there. No. No. Nobody asks us to go anywhere anymore. No. Me. That's right. That con's too busy. No one goes there anymore. <laughs> Thanks, Yogi. That's right. It's got comics and guests and stuff, though. Fair enough. Anyways. Joe Madden will be there. <laughs> he ain't doing nothing. <laughs> He's got free time. And uh, on uh, on the first on Saturday, that's that. Yeah, that's Saturday. Uh, this is the Mark Webber Con. Yeah, Pro Expo at Tiverton, Rhode Island. 
uh, from 11 to 6. 10 a.m. gets you the v- uh, you can get in at 10 with the VIP entry. Ooh. So I get in. I get in at 10. That's right. That yeah. You say, don't you know who I am? I'll be. They'll, they'll be dragging me out, and I'll be screaming Ron's name. Ron, tell him, Ron. I'm the Honcho. The Honcho. <laughs> Ron's in great, the back. This is egregious. That is the long play family and sports complex. Uh, you can see there they will have special guest Ron Rudad in attendance. Uh, ticket info is available at RetroExpos.com. Uh, no sign of Andre Dawson or Gary Carter. No, they're in eternal Thanks. baseball. <laughs> but the parking situation unknown, but presumed to be free. Um, but So be sure to check that out. Maybe maybe you'll see the honcho. If you see the honcho, yeah. ask him to take pictures because he loves that shit. Just don't park, <laughs> don't park too close to Ron because he'll ding you. He doesn't like that. Hey, hey. Apparently, it's also close to a uh, comedian statue. So, oh, that's the rumor. Bob Newhart. He's on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> Sean Russell notes again: free parking at Mark's house. Yeah, for one, first come, first serve. <laughs> Look, it's just because it's for one, just because it's limited edition. If you're not charging, it's free. Yeah, VIP entry for one person, whoever's first. <laughs> And then you got to back out if yeah if if Mrs. Weber or I need to go because that's the kind of driveway it is. So Barrington PD may have some words for you, right? Saturday is grocery day. They don't take no guff. The Barrington PD, let me tell you. And then uh, lastly, for this community calendar, uh, up in Chicago again on the eighth. That is a week from Saturday. uh, Celebrate the release of After Action Report Volume Two. With our friends Josh Egabian and Roger Taft, who co-wrote that tome, we had them on the show uh, back when they're uh, they were in Kentucky and their Wi-Fi was terrible. Right. Uh, so they were in and out and in and out and in and out again. We had them on the show like thirty or forty times, as I right, recall. thirty or forty times in that episode. <laughs> they will yeah. have copies available at the signing. They will be at Toy Du Jour in Chicago, and you can see the address there: twenty-five thirty-two West Furlington. Uh, that is from 1 to 4 p.m. Um, Toy du jour, I think, is open until 7, but I, I, I believe Roger and Josh will only be there until 4. Uh, also in attendance, Josh Blaylock, Tim Seeley, and Sam Wells from Devil's Do. Another Jeff Butler-approved show. you got to add him to the list. Tim Seeley and Jeff Butler. <laughs> Blaylock, Tim Seeley, Sam Wells, and Jeff Butler. There we go. What's on Joe Mind Superfan, Jeff Butler? And uh I don't know. I, I won't I won't be able to get to that one. I gotta work that way. So I don't know if Rack Time Rob's going or not. That's ah, too far. Too far. You're a bum. <laughs> get the whole Easter weekend off and you're not going any you're not gonna do nothing you with know, it. I'll have that whole week off. I'll be I'll be completely atrophied. You're, you're, gonna be, you're gonna be up that way with at the folks' house. You're not. You're not gonna swing out less than an hour to Toy Du Jour. Less. Yeah, than but a, it's an hour both ways, right? Like, ooh. Yeah. Kinda. Oof, just saying. Welcome, Keith O'Donnell. That's a new name. So, uh, welcome to the party. Thanks for joining us. Hello, Squire O'Donnell. <laughs> welcome to the party, pal. That's what we got for for community calendar. We got. We had more last week, but we're. Trunk came to, and I don't want to cut too much into Darren's time. So, uh, here, here we go. Four, five, yeah. 
She knows. It's not that loud. I'm so mad about it. I'm so mad about it. And they just keep wow. getting weirder. <laughs> I love that one because it's got the little chicken nugget in the corner. <laughs> yeah, that made me laugh. I couldn't, I couldn't not laugh at that. He's pretty excited to be here. The next one, the next one's going to be like a, uh, you know, a Bergman flick. It's going. Be... <laughs> so if you've got a show that you want us to plug, uh, send it to the address that you saw on the screen there. What's on Joe Mind at gmail.com. Be happy to do so. As much as time allows. Like I said, we get too many more of these. We're going to have to start spinning off community calendar into its own mm-hmm. thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's never a complaint, right? I'll, I'll do it if that's what you want to do. But keep sending them in. We'll, we'll, we will be the voice of the voiceless. Or the verbalization of a thousand Facebook pages. Either way. Our community calendar only show would be better than some Joe podcasts, I know. <laughs> <laughs> probably get more hits than this one. Just saying. <laughs> After the news. Hey, man, I could get 10,000 uh, people subscribed to our community calendar only podcast. It ain't that hard. Yeah. Anyways. Just saying. So I think it's I think it's four ninety nine per hundred. Pretty much. <laughs> Anyways. Cheaper by the dozen. We're not bitter or anything. That's what's important. Hey, man, I'm just speaking the truth. <laughs> YouTube's a crap game, Darren. It's a crap <laughs> game. Going to get us kicked off the platform. We'll get there. Anyways, first news item. Dude, uh, dude, 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 dude. Be sure to check out on Facebook, Heavy Armor Toys. They had more sketches go up this week. Uh, I did not see them in enough time to get them in here because I'm kind of a bum. Uh, but these these are part of the the prototypes that they've got of the GI Joe green shirt. Uh, this week there is also the uh, the U.S. Army trooper and uh, the the uh, the MP. So uh, Josh and company have a lot going on, on on heavy armor toys. Be sure to check them out. Uh, join the group on Facebook. Get all the updates for yourself. Uh, they these these will be available soon, and they'll have all the details there when it happens. Next news item. <laughs> We're booking through the actual segments today. Let's go. Let's go. We wasted a lot of time on that Joe Colton who couldn't, was so, so inconsiderate as to have a baby. I know, right? Joe Colton, indeed. Nine months. Like, come on. And then then she's like, it'll probably come early. Like, yeah. (laughs) Sure, whatever. (laughs) Come on. We gave a little bit of a plug back at Beauty Calendar, but uh, After Action Report's been busy. Uh, they are also on Kickstarter right now. You, uh, is funding The Command Files, the third entry of the Action Re- After Action Report series. Uh, this is all about the uh, the, the com- uh, character guide uh, that we saw uh, Roger and, and Greg Augustin here to plug a couple weeks ago. Uh, that is funding through April 15th. At 9.05 a.m., so uh, tax time. Do your taxes, use a refund, pledge the command files. Sounds good, right? It's right there. Do it. Get out for you in, in, in just plain steps. Uh, you can go back, catch catch our episode a couple weeks ago if you want to get all the details on the command files. Uh, just uh, remember, time is time is ticking away. We'll probably talk to them again before that, that campaign is up. Um, 
but yeah, get it done. Mm-hmm. Go pledge. They're almost they're almost at a hundred percent. So get yourself on board. I believe they crossed twenty thousand today. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty five thousand dollar goal. They're at twenty. Uh, you know what? I'll pull it up. I'll pull it up. We'll get a, a an up to the minute count. Hey, you keep going. I'll pull it up. Ooh. It's too late. I've got it pulled up. At seventeen right. days left. Back two hundred backers. Twenty thousand one hundred sixty eight dollars. At a 25. So that is over 80% of the way there with lots of time left to go. Uh, pledge with confidence. Yes. Figure six pack. Uh, this is the SNL weekend update part now. I mean, tell me, tell me you don't watch the show without telling me you don't watch the show. <laughs> we should do their bit where we write jokes. The other ones have to read. That's a good bit. That's a really, it's a really good bit. It is <laughs> a good bit. Because Michael Che keeps trying to get Colin Joe's killed. I know, right? <laughs> like, but, but neither of us are well-known enough or funny enough to make that work. Yeah. We would just Michael, get another killed. Michael Che made uh, Colin Joe say a joke lampooning the murder of Martin Luther King Jr. once. <laughs> like, He's a master. You can't even fathom that being on television. So it's awesome when, when Joseph's like, oh, come on. <laughs> and then has to read it. We'll get there. So Someday. We're only a few million subscribers away from that. Like, right. Yeah. Anyways. We'll, have, we'll do that on our last show. <laughs> It'll be a good show, I promise. Right before we go into hiding. That's it. Next news item. Do, do, do. A do. More from Kickstarter. It's uh, creating G.I. Joe volume 11. 11. Uh, I've missed out on the first 10, but I know lots of you haven't. That just got started, too. Uh, just a couple days ago, about halfway home. Uh, so be sure to check that one out. Funding through the 18th of the month at 3 a.m. for all you night owls. Uh, so, again, uh, lot, lots of great uh, pre-production pictures and, and information there. Um, not in any particular order, but what the heck? You take this stuff as it can, as it comes. Uh, lots of neat pictures to look at. Either way, um, on Kickstarter, check it out. Do your taxes, make it play. Next news item. Boo boo. A little tease from Super Seven. Picture of a subway car with a Cobra logo on it. I have no idea what's up with this. People are freaking out. Your guess, Darren, Darren, what's uh what is this? It looks pretty urban. I would say something Alley Viper related. That's what it looks like to me. Rack time, Rob. Uh they are recreating the opening theme to Welcome Back Cotter, but replacing the sweat hogs <laughs> with dreadnoughts. Can't wait to get Hawshack. I, I am <laughs> buying that set, okay? <laughs> I am in on that. <laughs> I, I haven't bought a whole lot of Super 7, but that will get my money. Welcome back. <laughs> uh, I'm going to read into the No Joes and say whatever it is, it's an all Cobra line. I'm not, Maybe not the whole line forever. A wave. At least, yeah, like a wave of complete Cobras, all Cobras. I have a feeling it's going to be another specialty set like the the pyramid of darkness one with where they where they had the robot or maybe the the sled with the dogs so I'm, I'm i'm trying to go through those old mini series and figure out if there are any scenes on a subway 
at the end of Pyramid of Darkness, where they're all in disguise. Oh, Destro's the construction worker and yeah. nurse and Cobra Commander. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Bag lady. Yeah. There yeah, we yeah. go. I think you had me at Baroness Nurse. I'm good. Hello, Nurse. I'm good. Stop it. Stop it. (laughs) So there we go. That that is the that we'll take that as the official what's on Joe Mind pick for what that is. If it's wrong, blame Darren. (laughs) I'm used to that. That's usually everybody's default. In the restaurant business, of course it is. Yeah, everything's your fault. You're in the restaurant business. It's like the manager. Uh, Next news item. Hey, look, it's a box. Yay. Yeah, we kind of knew this was coming. Again, everybody can stop freaking out about a box now. That would be great. be fantastic. But uh, if you want to see it for yourself, check out the G.I. Joe Classified Brasil Facebook group. It's right there. You can see we like the photo. A lot of the other folks reporting on this haven't liked the photo. We report we, we report what we like. Mm. Only what we like. <laughs> so yeah, it's a box with a toy in it that we knew was coming or had a good idea was coming. Uh, so this this kind of puts it into puts it out out in, out into out into the ether. Good job. Well done, everyone. I cannot wait to take this off the shelf, open it up. And see the repackaged uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin figure on the inside. <laughs> oh no, nobody, nobody would send Austin back, right? I'm gonna get like Test. That's who I'll get. Yeah. <laughs> Tiger Force Test. The Body Donnas. How'd that happen? <laughs> You're gonna get Andy Kaufman. <laughs> Could could there be a worse surprise than an unexpected Dr. Tom Pritchard? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. Yeah. Doink? <laughs> Tiger Force Doink? That doesn't even make sense. Look, man, Doink, when they first premiered Doink, Doink was a great heel. Yeah. Then when they made Doink the kid-friendly face, that's when Doink needed to go away. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. Uh, next news item. Doo-doo. Yes, yeah. that's right. We're at the end of the news. Chunky Tank Kitty is brought to you by the G.I. Joe 3D Printing Podcast. Stay tuned for more Chunky Tank Kitty and Meowler Tank news coming soon. Ooh. As we promised. Coming that's soon. That's what we call a tease. It is. <laughs> so we will uh let's uh let's move on from the news. Hey, all right. Be back with you in just a second. Take a quick word from our sponsors at Kokomo Toys. We buy, sell, and trade vintage and modern toys. G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Marvel, DC, and more. Located in beautiful downtown Kokomo, Indiana, we are open every Wednesday through Saturday from 12 to 5. It's a theme park of nostalgia. Join the thousands of people who have traveled from all over the Midwest for over a decade to buy and sell with us. Get your geek on. There we go. So uh, my apologies to everybody in the live chat tonight. I know we cooked through that pretty quick. Normally, we, we like to take a, a leisurely stroll. We wanted to make sure that we got Darren at least an hour to talk about his thing. So we just we needed to need to shoot through community calendar and news tonight. There wasn't a whole lot going on. We're people people are freaking out about a box. So I just uh, 
Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. You can tell it's a slow news week when people are freaking out about a box. Yeah. With an Akiko figure inside. Thank you, Andrew. There we go. She lives. She's alive, though. Can't beat that. I, I, I accidentally clicked on half a conversation there. My bad. Anyways. So, uh, Darren. Yeah. Tell us about. Yeah. Legends <laughs> of the Hidden Force. Oh, sure. Oh, Sorry. I'm oh. just going to say I'm a, uh, I just flew in late, late, late last night. I am getting a little tired. I'm good. I'm good. Um, but yeah, we, uh, we, we launched this at Toylanda this weekend. So, uh, it was fun. Nice to finally have some, like, it's weird when you work on something for three years and you keep wondering, have we gone too far in our own direction? Have we completely veered off of what fandom's going to support or like, or enjoy? And, uh, you just sort of hunker down and for three years to say, no, I'm going to trust that we're going the right direction here and people will like it. So it was really validating over this weekend at Toylanta to have everybody stopping by and full of compliments and excitement. So yeah, hidden force. There it is. There's the beginning that three years ago. We got it under says it's not a, it's about to not be a slow news week. This Kickstarter has so <laughs> right there. You got a fan right there. Oh, uh, thanks. Yeah. So, so uh, I'm going to go back. I don't know how far I, I really don't know. Um, you see, I'm, I'm figuring here I've got more of a platform for time than I would on um, some of the other podcasts that we've been set up with. But yeah. so years and years and years ago, I was very intent on I knew at like 16, 17 that I would never be content with my life unless I made some action figures. So I over and over and over again as a mental exercise would create a toy line think about all the details think about all the characters think about how i'd do this how i'd market it and then i'd trash it and then i'd do another one and i'd do another one and i did this for for i was a weirdo kid i guess but um yeah i did it quite a bit and and i've probably got about 20 that i've stuck with so this is the first of many but uh yeah this is hidden force legends of the hidden force it's about shinobi the the blue ninja you see right in front there it's mostly his story it's he's got some close friends um that are with him in his journey but um yeah do you want me to go right into the sort of the, the mythology of it yes yes that was that's that was where i was going to start you off give us the give the the skeleton of the story here sure okay um yeah so the the basis of the story is there is this village a walled community uh sort of always surrounded by mist it's in a deep forest uh, it's impossible to get to and uh, these people have been isolated their whole lives this ninja this ninja clan or it was one ninja clan that split into three once they started to have different ideals and they've been told by their uh, leader by the community civic leader uh, Obake who's the one there with the uh, the big looming figure in green there um, that they have to protect this flower. There's this flower that only grows in their city, Harai. And uh, this flower can imbue somewhat mystical properties if harvested right or consumed right. And uh, they, they, he, he has them believing that the outside world wants this and will do anything to get it. So they've all trained as ninja their entire life, fearing the outside world. 
and it's Shinobi that convinces his friends that they they need to see what's on the outside world and see what's up. So that's the basis of the story, um, without giving away any major plot points. But yeah, yeah. So what I've got, yeah. I've got the uh, the out kind of the the outline of the the campaign itself, and you can talk more about the story as we yeah yeah uh, go through that. But starting off, mm -hmm. we got series one here, and this is this is yeah. what you're what you are pledging towards to unlock. The, that's uh, right. the campaign on the whole. So the, the initial funding goal, $50,000. That's right. And that will unlock these six figures. Yeah. And uh, Darren, give us give us uh, the rundown on who we've got in the lineup here of, of Series 1. Sure. Okay. Um, the uh, the first one is Shinobi, the one in blue. He's our main character. Um, and he and his couple of friends, like I said, they're the ones that are going to actually leave the walled city and uh, venture off into the dangerous wooded area beyond um and then we have a whole bunch of uh obake's agents um his he is the law there so he uh his his people or his crew sort of um yeah they have the lay of the land they have the the rule of the roost so with shinobi there's tarashi one of his best friends that's the one in the sort of tiger camo or tiger uh stripes um, Tarashi is the only Caucasian out of the group. He's actually one of the only Caucasians in that city. And for some reason, nobody can remember why. Um, and that's not just us explaining that away. There's very much a reason why. Um, and then there's Kusa. Uh, Kusa is the grass style ninja there, the one next to him. Um, yeah, so that makes up the first of the three or the first three of the five friends. And then uh, you have Fury. Fury is one of Obaki's nin ninja, and uh, he is um, definitely like inspired by the Chinese Monkey King, uh, which is also in Japan. Um, but he's a little more um, deranged. He's not—he's not the all-powerful and noble. He's more of a, a feral, wild sort of monkey. More, more concentrating uh, on the monkey part. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He's uh, he's definitely um, unhinged. He's not he's not right in the head. Uh, Raiju, the the one next to him, um, the one with the sort of gradient purpley blue uh, over black. Uh, Raiju is um, very. He's just angry with the world. He's angry with everything. He idolizes Obake and wishes Obake uh, paid more attention to him. But Obake has very little interest in him, and he almost. So Raiju sees him almost like a father figure and uh, is desperate for his attention, but uh, Obake just sees him as a lesser rate ninja. And then the Kianchi, the Kianchi are the Obake's sort of almost militant or police style ninja that uh, patrol the city streets at night, and, you know, enforcing curfew and, and making sure that nobody leaves the walled city. Excellent. Yeah. And, and these guys, they, they all unlock at 50,000, but you are not like if, if you make that pledge and, and the, that's the, the level that we're at, yeah, you're not stuck just getting one of each, correct? That's right. No. Um, yeah, you can, you can pick and choose. You can, you can, if there's only two or three, you like that's fine. If there's uh one that you like a lot, but you want to go hard on it, that's fine too. So, I mean, before we get into the others, I'll, when we, Matt and Chad, Chad matted, as they're known, the, the Wonder Twins, 
they um they're absolutely amazing at design absolutely amazing and uh we knew that we had a lot that we wanted to cover and uh, a lot of limitations with the amount of bodies that we could make in our first waves and so they were the the you know we decided let's make these as distinct as possible let's go you know but at the same time <laughs> we did again when i was saying we didn't know if people were going to be into the story that we've woven and uh if that's the case we didn't want to be stuck you know just withering on the vine because uh people weren't into the story so we were like well let's appeal to the people that buy other toys and make sure that there's easter eggs throughout where they look at the toy at its face value and say yeah i'm not into the story but i'll use it for that like i mean let's be honest shinobi could easily pass as a ninja for another faction that we're all very familiar with you know with that blue um yeah Holland at 1S, is this a three and three quarter inch O-ring figure? And yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, absolutely. The only thing we've done, we've added two things. We've added swivel wrists. Uh, they, the wrists pop out, um, easily swivel. And then the head is, uh, it's it's on your standard ball joint as a classic, say, vintage G.I. Joe, but it's a peg and then it's a modern style head on top. So they're, oh, okay. they're pop and swap heads. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so then Tarashi there, there's a reason that he's kind of tiger striped. You know, you could easily use him maybe if you pop and swap the head as a uh, tiger force uh, ninja, maybe. And um, Kusa, we definitely saw, uh, you know, we were like, well, Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow are ninjas and, and you know, tr whatever, not commandos, but uh, why doesn't Stalker have a, why doesn't Stalker have a sort of a ninja form you know just if that's your play style if that's where you're going we were like you know we, we can easily sub these in for other characters if you wanted to right there's a lot of overlap with the gi joe mythology and ninja stuff so if, if yeah that's what you're planning to use that for right you're certainly and, getting lots of raw material to do that with yeah and i mean we're not outright saying that that's what these things are but we're just saying if that's if if that's who you are and that's what you want to do we're making it easy for you to integrate these into your world instead of having to adopt ours you know right yeah and so we've got a, a closer look at shinobi here yeah uh, with the important tiers if you wanted to pledge in for one figure that is a 22 dollar pledge if you wanted to get a three figure set and that's any three of the unlocked that is 60 yeah if you want to get just the complete set that is 120 dollars yeah uh but the the loadout here is is pretty simple uh what two swords and a backpack and what's that little dumbbell um it's a, it's just a handle that's uh held in between so he can use them as two swords or he can use them as uh I, i'm matt's the one that named all this stuff uh, i believe it's called a ninjato where it's a, it's a long it's a two-ended sword gotcha yeah that's cool you can yeah. wall it up and it clips onto the, the backpack there i see that's okay. right yes it does there we go mm -hmm. But uh, Bart asks, am I late? I just got back from seeing Shazam. Hey, man. You're here. Uh, our condolences. We, we will start <laughs> over. No. Uh, yeah. But uh, but yeah, that's that's a, that's a close look at Shinobi there. And and we'll just take take a look at each one in, in the wave. Sure. It's like one. I didn't I don't okay. get the whole wave because you guys can go to the, the page. We got a link down below for it. You can check that out after we're done here tonight. Yeah. Uh, but then if if we get past that wave one offering, we get past the fifty thousand plateau mm -hmm. at sixty thousand, 
We got kind of a bonus set here with some extra gear. Uh, yeah, that's right. We wanted we wanted to do uh, adventure packs. Uh, we actually really in the beginning we wanted to do some small vehicles and some accessory kits and some. We were just trying to find all these different ways to make um, you know some very affordable, easy entry uh, play items or display items, and we sort of had to sacrifice all of them and just make these um, adventure packs, which. I we we are very happy with we really like them because um, for very we find it or we think it's very affordable to get into uh, being able to create little scenarios and little and actually play. Um, for instance, in this one, um, it may seem somewhat random, but like there is a training dummy, um, which is. Uh, has extra hands that are swappable with your figures that you bought if you bought a figure. The head is also swappable. It's the armored head. It's going to have a unique deco on it, of course. Okay. Um, yeah, and then it comes with uh, some farming tools and some cloth gear. And the idea is that you can either dress up the um, dummy as a scarecrow or, or whatever, something in the background, your choice, dealer's choice, or there's enough gear there where you can dress up your character as um, uh, as a villager, uh, a farmer, fisherman, what have you, and being able to stealthily approach, say, one of the clans, the other rival clans, um, temples or dojos, or just making a quick getaway by, you know, dressing up as part of the background. So, yeah. He's just here to steal some corn. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So all the adventure packs are because we needed them to double as um, uh, sort of accessory kits. They'll all come with a few weapons. They'll all come with an extra set of hands in a different way that you weren't able to get them before. And they'll all come with a new head just to add a little extra to the whatever figure you, it is that you bought or figures. I often have nightmares about ninjas with mannequin hands. That's a big one on my list. Mark, you look like you have a question. Uh, just I, I have one, but I'm waiting until the, the figure comes up that I want to ask it about. Okay. Sure. All right. So I'm, I'm, I, I was going to ask it earlier, and I thought, you know what? I'll hang on to it. I, I bet there will be a better <laughs> time, and I think I'm going to be right. And that don't happen that often. So, <laughs> so At 70,000, uh, we get this, this three-pack. Uh, of the Kion, uh, thank you, Kionji. the Kionji, uh, yep. Warriors there, and like again, they unlock at fifty thousand individually. Mm -hmm. That's but right. What this does is at seventy thousand. It means as part of the all-in package, there's three of these guys. That's right, right there. And they're gonna have you're, they're gonna have unique packaging where all three are in the in the package. So it's you know for those that collect carded that are interested, uh, this is the only time and way we're gonna offer a three pack of them. So nice. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I didn't know you were, didn't know you were putting in on packaging, man. Oh yeah. Oh, we've got packaging. We're really excited about. I mean, to, to be totally honest, we've been running with the same packaging. We would be plastering it everywhere. We've been running with the same plaster or uh, packaging for probably two years internally, and um, we uh, we were just literally just about to pay for um, because uh, there's some of it is art that we don't own. Um, and we were just about to pay for it. And then uh, Mark Pennington did some work for us on the next line after this. And he's like, he just saw it. And he's like, I can do a better version of that. And we're like, oh, 
Okay, so he's just he's putting his hand to it right now. So we'll have the packaging within the next week, the new packaging image. So yeah. That sounds like a challenge, Mark Petty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we're excited about that. Bart asks, is there a redhead figure? I hear redheads don't feel pain. Uh, Hoji. Hoji is the trickster. He is one of Obake's agents. And uh, yeah, he's redhead. Yeah, he's coming talk about. And they just keep pumping anesthesia. Oh, there he is. And it doesn't do anything. <laughs> we got series two. Yeah, series two. So uh, Master Nay. Um, Nay meaning rat. So I don't know if you can maybe make some inferences there. His color scheme is what have you. To some other toy line. Um, Sensei Tori, also a very kind of familiar in design for those of you that watch, um, you know, Karate Kid or what have you. Uh, Master Shujin. Uh, Shujin is the, um, he is the reluctant master right now. Uh, as the story picks up in the first day, whatever the storytelling vehicle is, whether it's the first panel, whether it's the first page, whatever it is that we end up doing, it, the whole story begins with uh, Ray Kun's death. He was the previous master, and Shujin is sort of pushed into that position. But he is—he would rather just be their swordsmith. Their, their, their—he's the one that works all of the uh, the forge. Um, next to them, next to him is Obake. Obake is the main antagonist of this series. Um, he is uh, very dramatic and theatrical. That's why you get the kabuki makeup on him. Um, but yeah, he's he's very much a tyrant, um, but not in a sense that the general populace realize it. Uh, again, it's mostly Shinobi and his friends that are starting to smell something rotten in Denmark and want to do something about it. And then next to him is his major domo, uh, you know, Hoji, like I say, Hoji is a trickster. Um, he just loves and revels in confusing everybody and sowing seeds of confusion and then uh, reaping the benefits of it. Um, and then next is the heavy gi, which are the trend, it's the ceremonial snakes, they're the, the ceremonial guard. So, um, in, in one thing I probably should have gone into, there's three clans here. There's three clans. There's uh, Aka clan, there's Sabo clan, and Seichi clan. Uh, the Sabo clan is mostly Shinobi and his friends, Master Shujin, a few other sort of reasonable people. Um, Aka clan is Obake and all the nefarious looking ones. They're the ruling clan. And then there's uh, Seichi clan, which are, they consider themselves neutral. They just uh, want a peaceful life. Um, so the Habiji at the end there that, uh, you know, we kind of were looking at um, the snake motif. But uh, they are the ceremonial ninjas for the um, neutral clan. Yeah, I know we're throwing lots of words at you. It's okay. <laughs> Ruben said redheads don't feel pain unless sunburned. Right? I mean, I'm already pulling for Obake because he makes me look tan, and that's hard to do. Mm -hmm. uh, Firefly credits you as Ninja Force as it should have been. Yeah, well, there's 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 some there's so much to that. Um, so I'm gonna take it back a bit. 
a couple of years ago when I said we worked on a different toy line together. Um, it was a not so legitimate toy line that kind of worked in the gray area. And that's about as much as I'm going to say right now. But at that time, we had intentions of releasing a whole bunch of ninjas in that sort of gray area. Um, we had some fantastic designs. And when everything was sort of came to an end there, uh, we, I was just like, these designs are just too good. Like, we can't just let these just not exist. They have to come out in some way. And that's where Matt and I went back and said, okay, well, let's take all these those designs we had and um, start putting them together and making a story. So about half the characters that are out right now are designs. They were made in 2014, 2015. And then, um, yeah, we've built the story around them and fleshed it out. So Michael Kleppinger asks, will the packaging match the same size as original G.I. Joe figures? Yep. Yep. All right. There you go. Easy. Yeah. We like those. <laughs> How about, and if this is out of bounds, go ahead and tell me that. Sure. Uh, file cards i assume or are those not important anymore oh no yeah i mean we don't want to do exactly file cards because we don't really want to incur the wrath of hasbro yeah and they know that they you know but we have a version yeah there's a bio on the back of the package of some sort um and then there's much deeper richer bios on the website and then hopefully we can like i said whether this is however the story gets told hopefully you'll get to know the characters better that way too uh, the series two tiers, uh, Master mm -hmm. Obake shows up at 80 grand, uh, Master Ney at 85, mm -hmm. Hoji at 90, Tori at 95, Shujin at 100, and the Heavy Gi at 105. That's right. Uh, so that's uh, very small increments there, just 5,000 per, but you guys mm -hmm. are making pretty good economy on the, the, the parts that you're using. That's right. Like somebody they, already somebody already commented that like why didn't you add any female characters and we we have four female characters waiting in the wing right off the bat but that is the second that we get this going um then we can actually bring them into physical form because right yeah we just can't do the tooling yet but we're working you know we're excited to get there no i think you guys have been really smart with your use of color uh, yeah. in between the figures to help you know make them look radically different from each other even if there is some part sharing going on right yeah and and there is there is a lot of part reusage but that is what we set out to do we were saying everyone has to distinctly look visually different from every other figure so that people feel that there's value like, you know yeah. there's value well, you're getting different characters and I like it too because it's you know mo most of the toy game today is is adult collectors but right at their at their core they are toys they all yeah. i mean everything everything you know in this vein is a toy and yeah. i like the idea of yeah if this was on the pegs right now right and kids were seeing it there are kids who would buy the tiger ninja because they yeah. like tigers right yeah yeah or somebody exactly. who, would, who would buy the green one because they love the kid just yeah. likes green right yeah. like that's important well, like that and to, yeah and to that end we actually did some, uh, we did limited uh, sort of, what do you call it, focus groups with kids. Mm -hmm. um, and we did, we we revised quite a bit. Like, you know, Shinobi's original coloring was all darks. And then the one, you know, we got the feedback and they're like, he's not easily identifiable whether he's good or bad. So we added some lighter colors to him just to brighten him up a bit. And then immediately they, you know, so we are, we are making these with kids in mind. These aren't just adults. Um, and to that end, 
if you actually, I'm sure you've seen by now, but the, the weapons, you actually have to build the weapons. You have to forge them yourself. Mm -hmm. That's why there's sort of emphasis on the forge. Um, and all the pieces are compatible or compatible with um, Lego. And we did that on purpose. So because every single kid in the world owns some Lego and we were just like, well, what if this was already, you can just add this to your toy box as it exists and make more things, you know? So the rod is a, is a Lego rod and uh, yeah, all the pieces are compatible. So the only, the only risk there, I'm just saying mm. if like, if Lego goes under, <laughs> Yeah, right. you, are, you are hosed, Darren. Where's that screwed? Right? Compatible yeah. with Mega Blocks. We got to get Charles back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Berserk says, I hope these get made. These are awesome. Thank the, you very much. Thank you. We hope they get made too. Right, right. That's that's mm -hmm. a new name. So welcome to the chat. We appreciate you. Um, and then uh, Series 2, mm -hmm. our adventure pack is The Forge. That's right. So yeah, it, basically what I was saying before, you're gonna get a uh, weapons rack, you're gonna get all of those extra weapons, uh, the forging kit and the little quench for that. And then uh, you're gonna get some armored hands, uh, some armored bracers that slip onto the wrist, uh, armored padding and armored head. So you can really get one guy geared up for for battle. The other, but the other, I, the other idea was that, you know, some people might want to buy a second figure of any particular figure they're liking. Um, this is just another way to individualize them by buying these extra pieces that have been decoed out. So, yeah. And uh, we, we've got, uh, I, again, I apologize. I know these don't translate too, too well to our smaller screen, but you can always go to the mm -hmm. Kickstarter page with the link down below. Check everything out there that is straight off of that page. Uh, yeah. So if you've got any 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 detail questions, just check it out there, and you'll be probably be able to answer whatever question you got. Yeah. Um, and then there again, uh, the three pack is is yeah. the uh, the hobby gee, which unlocks a hundred thirty thousand. That's right. So good deal there. I like those guys. Yeah, we we sort of you know they have that snake motif, but we also made sure that we were bringing in that. Um, you know, uh, coils. We we were sort of inspired by you know Serpentor's faction in the comics. Um, that's where that started, and then it sort of branched out from there. But it, it doesn't really show. But they have white fangs on their on their mask and white fangs on their um, on their hands as well. Oh, nice! I can kind of see them on the hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went. We kind of like that one too. And then we go to series three, which is the wave of mysteries. <laughs> yeah. And so from a storytelling perspective, each one of these characters has a, a different, uh, absolutely not of the same caliber or related to each other in any way, but each one just so happened to have enough of a mystery about them that when it's discovered, it will change things. And when that's why we sort of collected them together being that we were like, oh, we've got all these characters that fall under that same sort of banner. So Manomi is um, the the fourth out of the group of five friends of Shinobi's. Um, he's uh, the silent ninja. He cannot speak. Um, and yes, that may have been inspired elsewhere, but it's totally different. Right. That'll never work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. um, I don't say you lost me. Yeah, he'll talk in the movie, though. Yeah, right. 
Uh, Kamainu is where we wanted to save money on paint apps, but no, it's not. But that's what I thought everybody was going to think right away. He's just stone colored. He's just gray. He's two-tone gray. Um, and again, that has a very uh, obvious reason when you get into the story, but it's not something I want to give away right here. Um, yeah. And then there's Satori, the guy that dresses up like an ape. The, the the myth or the story of the Satori ape in Japanese culture is that uh, there's a ape man that is telepathic and uh, can tell your future. And so he believes that by dressing up like an ape, it heightens his telepathic powers because he's not entirely there. Um, Tatsu is the leader of the Kianchi, the guys that we saw in Wave 1, those troopers. Um, he is their trainer and their leader. Uh, he used to be one of the heavy G. That's why he's got a lot of the same dec decoration on him. Uh, a little bit different, of course, but um, yeah, and he's one of Obake's favorite warriors. Um, he's sort of the favorite one, whereas Raiju is the shunned one. Uh, Ten 10 is a shapeshifter, and in this particular instance, he is mimicking uh, Shinobi, and he will be mimicking others in later waves. Again, tied to the story. Uh, and then the Jiangshi are um, Jiangshi are the sort of vampire zombies uh, that um, they're in the forest outside Harai, and the there's been myths and tales of Jiangshi throughout Japan and China for hundreds of years. And these are those mythical creatures or someone would have you believe that they are. So, yeah. Right. And we, we, I specifically had to go with Satori here because I dressed as big monkey. Yeah. The origin of this is that I told, <laughs> I told Matt, I was like, we need, um, I, 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 would, I would really like it if you could do the Chinese Monkey King, um, because that is also a character in Japan, like a stock character in Japan. And he's like, he turned around, he's like, like this? And I said, oh my God, that is an amazing figure. And he will end up, like, I knew that we were going to use the character of Satori way down the line. But then when he showed that, I'm like, that is Satori and we're going to use him right away. So, Yeah. <laughs> But uh, Manomi unlocks at 140k. You get Tatsu at 150. Uh, Kamainu at uh, 150k. Uh, he's a big fan of ELO's Turn to Stone because he did. <laughs> uh, 10 shows up at 155, which doesn't make any sense from a math perspective. <laughs> no. Uh, Satori here shows up at 160, and Jiang Shi at 165. So, folks, work to do to get to 160k because mm. we need Monkey Guy and his big stick. Mm-hmm. Without saying, this is not acceptable to not get to 160,000. Read minds and carry a big stick. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. I, I, what else do you need from a figure? Nothing. Right. Uh, so then we move into our adventure pack number three. Yeah. Unlocks at 175, and then we get a variant at 180. Surprise right. pack. <laughs> so, yeah. So the. Um... For this adventure, uh, yeah, the clan Aka, the, that's Obake's clan. This is uh, some of their equipment. Um, and the, the idea is that you can outfit three of the um, Kyonshi, 
or Jiangxi. It's up to you um, with it. But and it just so happens that right after that, we have a three pack of them coming up. But uh, yeah, so you get some wings in there. You get some throwing daggers with a belt. You get uh, the um, I think that's the one with the hands that have the climbing claws molded into them. Um, yeah. And then there's a cape uh, zip line. Essentially, all sort of implements of a surprise attack. You could just, uh, you know, fall in and on upon somebody. Uh, Michael Johnson, who I believe is the world's fastest man, asks, are we going to get malleable plastics like the new O-Ring Joes? Um, they're going to be an ABS and PVC blend, but not super soft. The hands are going to be a little softer because we need them to accommodate those the rod shape for that Lego, even though it's been a little etched down. But... Um, yeah, and then just to be able to accept the paint, uh, the heads will be a tiny bit softer than the rest of the body uh, because as, yeah, if you make it a tiny bit softer to, and also to get that pop, the, the, able, the ability to pop the heads off and back mm -hmm. and forth right? by doing that. Uh, but it also accepts the paint way better. That's what we've found in the little testing that we've done. Yeah, we tried making the neck softer and the head harder and it didn't work. Oh yeah, <laughs> that, right. was a, that was a bad one. <laughs> Mistakes were made. Yeah, we're not talking about that one. I, I lost a couple of twenty fifth anniversary Joes that way. <laughs> oh yeah, you had a neck pop. <laughs> That's not a good thing. Right. <laughs> Diana Davis notes that we all want men with soft hands. Oh. Well, these are just for you then. Perfect. <laughs> so tell us too. Uh, there's a night shadow variant. What's that all about? Uh, yeah. So in the the context of the storyline, so uh, they all they all the flower that I said that was supposed to be this flower that can save the world or or you know that it, that Obake would have everybody believe everyone's after. It actually gives them a little bit of strength gives some of them a little bit of insight, heightens their senses. It depends on the person. It affects each one of them differently. No two are affected the same way. Um, and the night shadow variant is when in the forging process, they've actually dipped the weapons in that quenching liquid that had that elixir in it. So uh, these weapons actually give them a little bit of extra power and they'll be painted out differently. Awesome. So we get the regular... Surprise attack! Yeah, seventy-five thousand, and then the night shadow surprise attack at right. eighty thousand. So they're not surprised at all. We know that they're coming. <laughs> yeah, at yeah. those levels. That's right. So I don't know. That's a that's a tough sell at that point. Not mm. too surprising. <laughs> yeah, I'm... yeah. We might uh, we may have to rename it. <laughs> Call it a. Anyway, so I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. Sure. Then we're going to get Rack Time Rob starts to talk again, and then we'll just never get out of here. He's just minding his Black Bolt voice. Right. <laughs> He's taking it all in. And then we've got uh, the, the three-pack of vampire zombie ninjas uh, here. The That's right. Unlocking at 190,000. Yeah. And all this is still very like that's a very makeable goal. Yeah, about one hundred seven, one hundred ninety thousand. That's that's that's. We we sort of looked at ten, the last ten um, of our peers, 
and just saw where they all ended up. And I don't necessarily anticipate that we'll get to where they did, but we just thought let's have the goals there that they hit just to make sure, you know, right, right. not scrambling. Mm-hmm. I, I remember the uh, long, long ago we mm-hmm. were recording. The show wasn't live, but we were recording live with the folks at Boss Fight. Oh, yeah. Uh, during the very first Vitruvian Hacks. That was, a, that was an exciting Kickstarter to watch. I think we all were. It was, and and again, we were we were live with them watching it all. Oh wow! There was like, um, we don't have a another stretch goal, so we're actually working on that while we're talking to you. I remember, I remember that actually, <laughs> not that specific moment, but I remember them coming back in and saying, "We just beat all the things we expected. We need a few minutes to come up with more things." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice problem to have, right? Yeah, absolutely. Let's 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 hope let's help Darren have that problem. Oh, that'd be great. We we there have we some ideas uh, towards the end as well. Yeah, good. <laughs> Series four. Uh, this these, is these guys probably look a little familiar. They're the champions. <laughs> so these the first five of those six, um, they uh, in within the context of the story, they left Harai, um, and they're called the yeah they're called the champions. They left Harai, this, this is the mystical city, and uh, and returned. And since they've returned, they haven't talked to anybody. At, this is sort of as the story is happening. Um, they fought in what is just referred to as the Western War. They were gone for a few years, and then they came back. But, yeah, and in the Western War, they were all commandos that started off as ninjas. Yeah, there you go. And um, so we have they yeah. are champions. They can yeah. fight until the end. So they, yeah. yeah until the end uh so there's daito daito is the swords master the sword master um there is knockout uh knockout has some cyber elements to him that again we still i don't want to give away story elements right here but we will find out why and who and how and where it becomes big uh later on uh badger Badger is uh, again a couple. Only a couple of these have sort of um, Western names because they got those names in the war, the, the nicknames. Um, but Badger is a master tech or a tactician and sort of their leader. Omen is uh, the clair, somewhat clairvoyant ninja. Um, he is, yeah, he has a, a connection with the spirit world. And then there's Kudan. Uh, the enforcer of Aka clan. And then lastly is the Jayu. And the Jayu are uh, a, a clan of ninja that are masterless. They've purposely all left and uh, they will refuse to follow anyone, which means they end up ineptly quite often getting caught up inside tasks and not really focusing on what they should be doing. But yeah, I digress. Uh, Torpedo83 asks, as a student of history and proud American of Japanese ancestry, I ask, how are you sourcing your cultural research? Um, Carefully, as best we can. And if anyone out there would care to participate or correct us on anything, we are absolutely willing to listen and, and take notes because we want this to be authentic. And we've talked to as many people as we can but that doesn't mean we've talked to a lot of people. And authentic in the state of uh, it's a to- it's a toy, right? Mm-hmm. Right. But, yeah. 
but yeah, absolutely. If, if there's some, um, somebody that they think that we should talk to or that they have more knowledge themselves, I'm sorry, I missed their name. Um, by all means, contact us. We'd love to have more information and more everything. Um, yeah. And then after series four, I don't know if you want to go into that at all, but. Well, we've got to real quick. Oh yeah, sure. The, the tiers for them, we've got Daito at 200, mm -hmm. Nakata at 205, Omen at 210, uh, Kudan at 215, Badger at 220, and GU show up at 225. Uh, yeah. how, how could you not show Kudan? Yeah. Just the big old road pig bruiser <laughs> pullback of the line. How do you how do you not love this guy? Yeah. With his skunk hair. Right. But he's great. <laughs> We've had a lot of people say that already too, which I was really surprised with. I'm I'm particularly fond of Omen, but uh a lot of people in this wave they really like Kudan. And um we've got our champions training day adventure pack at 235. That's right. And so they're same thing, you're getting a um a little bit of a training dummy and some extra swords, uh bow, arrows, um you're getting extra head, swappable hands. Uh yeah. And the same, I, we haven't really gone into it, but there's a multi-piece dynamic stand that comes in these where you can pose your characters in, you know, jumping poses or attack lunges, uh, sort of get some height, get them up off the ground. So, yeah. And then, of course, 245 uh, mm. as part of the all-in packages, we have our three-pack of uh, GU uh, looking confused and probably <laughs> Little roadmap where they can be asking one another right. questions. <laughs> what are we doing? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but as I said, after that, um, things because as the story progresses, uh, you know that Shinobi and his friends are going to leave the city, and so they're going to start encountering things that aren't necessarily ninja. Um, so that's when we introduce we have two other other parties that uh they'll be introduced to over time and that also includes some of the female figures but um yeah that's where we go and then uh we've got our higher level goals uh three hundred thousand as we're start looking at comics five hundred thousand animation a uh, million dollars film and then uh whiskey jack toys purchase of what's on joe mine and Mike <laughs> Guam at 10 million that's right that that's is right. Shoot four. I completely Shoot forgot. Four. I forgot about that last one. I'm so glad that you put that back in. I completely forgot about that. Hashtag Guambat. <laughs> We're gonna make this work. Uh, yeah. So in very loosey goosey, uh, I I have um, yeah comics. If we hit three hundred thousand, we're gonna do four comics. I'm not gonna go into all the details there because I know it's not likely. I just wanted people to know that we're looking ahead. Animation. Uh, I'm very lucky enough to have gone to school with somebody that has a major animation studio and I talked to him very briefly he gave me a price and I was like okay well I'm gonna throw that in there and film I, I don't know I I know some people in film they could put something together for an X amount of dollar budget so um I just threw those in there for fun but not really not fun like <laughs> kind of wink wink but yeah that would actually happen if if that's where we got so yeah Right, I I uh I want to read for Crazy Monkey Guy if that comes. <laughs> yeah. I want to right. read for it. Make sure you sound like Roddy McDowell. I'm not saying I'm not saying that I'm I'm owed anything, but I want to read for Crazy Monkey Guy. Absolutely. All right. I think you got fury in you. I, yeah, I do. I, I yeah. need I need or or the guy in the monkey suit. That guy too. Satori. Satori. 
that yeah. would be fine too. That would be all right. All right. And uh, of course, what we're really shooting for is Guam. Right, right. Forgot right. Guam. Guam. Right. Guam, huh? So we're after here. Look, man, I'll take what I can get at this point. Uh-huh. Take what I can get. And uh, and that's what we got uh, for that. If if anybody's yeah. got any just just uh, super pressing questions that we haven't answered to this point, I would say now is the time to to throw those up in the live chat. Sure. Mark, yeah. Whoever. What's All up? Right. I'm I'm going to butcher his name because he was four waves ago. Yeah. But the uh, the less fortunate son. The black yeah, right yes, yeah. I, my favorite by far because I'm a I'm a sucker for that gradient fade. Oh yeah, but I know it's it's sometimes it's really hard to pull off. Yeah. So you know, what was the? Can you share your thinking on that? And are you worried at all about uh, yeah, the factory were, application we, of it? Because it looks absolutely fantastic. Abs- yeah, we are. So uh, the one that we tested, uh, we didn't. We we ended up using like um, airbrush and water slide decal, which is obviously not how it's going to be done in China. But when we did um, run it by our the people that we're working with at the factory, they seemed confident that they're able to replicate it. So, but yeah, I, I don't know if that's how they're going to approach it. I, I mean, like yeah. I said before, they're they're all unique, which is great mm. and important, I think. But that guy just leaps off the yeah. screen for me. I think he's incredible. So I don't know if he's would be considered a major player among the whole pantheon of guys. Yeah. But if if he's not, he might be your sleeper. I think he's yeah. really got something. Yeah, I I really like him as well, and he's sort of been left to the wayside as the others got developed. But and he doesn't actually attract a lot of attention whenever we show them off. But I think it's because the others are all much more um, they're brighter, whereas his is all, you know, subdued. But, yeah, I, I really like the character as well, not just the yeah. figure. Yeah. 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 No, I like and from what you talked about. I think there's there's a ton of development potential there. So, right. That's yeah, a, that's my guy, even more than the redhead. <laughs> all right. Rack time, Rob, you got a favorite? I I do like. um um, oh, oh, what is his name there? Small Riker. font, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I do like him. He he did kind of jump out to me, uh, right, 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 right from the start there. Thanks, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, and you... I realized that throwing all these names that the majority of our audience aren't going to be able to pronounce or remember. I mean, we were trying to give them unique names as well that didn't sound like one another, um, but. Honestly, I think we were talking about there was one time when we were floating giving them all Western names and then it just didn't seem right. And uh right. reminded of what yeah. Larry Larry Hama said at one point, just you know, don't write down to your audience, write up, and if they're interested, they'll look it up. And so we were like, Well, let's hope that they, <laughs> let's hope that people either can put up with the names that they can't pronounce or they look into what they all mean and you know, we'll see. Not right. I mean, it's, it's one of those where English is a primarily German, Germanic <laughs> language. So we're used to rolling through consonants and things like that. Right. You hit us with a bunch of vowels. So we're going <laughs> to sound dumb saying this for a while. But yeah. but yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I mean, they weren't all rolling off my tongue either. But as we developed them, the, they just became those characters. Those names all meant, you know. Yeah. yeah. Of course, I am in for Satori. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Monkey guy with a stick, man. What else? Yeah. Can you- How can you not like that? 
Darren, from a from a legal standpoint, uh, sure. there is some history to the term shinobi. Yeah, um, from a video, at least a video game perspective, is that right. I, I'm sure you've done your research on that. Is that something? Yeah, you have and access to? exactly. That then we found that the name was too generic to enforce because shinobi just means ninja. So, um, but yeah, we were worried about that at first for sure, and that was one of the first things that we did was we know how to make sure that our main character's name isn't in jeopardy. But yeah, uh, Sir James notes that the Great Ninja is his favorite. Happens to be the last figure, so let's <laughs> go. Well, yeah, you guys can all help Sir James out here. Yeah, uh, be sure to to share the the Kickstarter. You know, give that website right. out, throw that in all your toy groups, not just your Joe groups, because we know you're yeah. into other stuff too. Um, yeah, no, we've I'm, been finding we've been sort of picking through Facebook, and we found that there's quite a few Ninja fan groups and and uh, other toy genres. That have been open to us promoting our stuff in there. So, yeah. Right. I mean, obviously, the crossover here, especially with the figure construction, is pretty obvious. GI Joe has always been heavily right. influenced by by ninja culture uh, yeah. on the one, the one side of it. Regardless, so I mean, it's a natural fit there. But just mm -hmm. take this everywhere you can think of. Yeah. It's, Thank you. Uh, I appreciate it. And and also, even if with the Hidden Force, like I said, the Hidden Force is, uh, we have many, many, many series planned after that, if, if you know, this warrants. Um, but we also have multiple other toy lines coming out, too, and they're all going to be, uh, they're not necessarily inhabiting the same world, but they definitely all have the same body construction. I mean, the idea is to make, get the most use out of each part that we can. So when things are made, they're made for the library of the toy lines that we'll be doing over time. So everything will be compatible. Everything will be swappable. Weapons will hold in each line, et cetera, et cetera. And remember the goal here, $10 million. Yeah, right. <laughs> Absolutely. $10 million. If we get yeah. to 10 million, there is, like, I know you joke about it, but you would definitely get a lot of that. You would get so much of that because uh, I hadn't even considered that as a stretch goal or anything. <laughs> Look, hey, if if you buy me a camera guy, then hey, we're. All right. I don't need yeah. to get to Guam, but I need help to go a long way. Production right. value would go a long way. <laughs> yeah. I think there's a I think there's a misunderstanding. People think we put on Kickstarter things that we you know want to help. I think mm -hmm. we only put stuff on that's guaranteed to fund. Right? <laughs> we got a, we got a streak <laughs> yeah. that we like. So yeah, we, I like you're carefully yeah. vetted. Yeah, we yeah. like we like Kickstarters that get funded. So right. look, it's, Kickstarter's it's a done get, deal. Kickstarters get funded because of the what's on Joe Mind. Yeah. Right. It's a done deal. You're 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 the Kickstarter bump. This is That's this it. is why it's, this is his first stop. That's this why <laughs> Yeah, no. Exactly. Spoiler I you know, I don't want to lose the suspense because it's part of the fun of it. But spoiler alert, you just got funded. <laughs> Woo! Thanks. Yeah, sorry. So we're we're two days in. This just launched on Sunday. Yeah. Fifty thousand yeah. dollar initial goal. You're already past twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah. Uh, so so and we and that's also with a travel day in there. So we didn't really get to promote for a day or or hit all the venues we wanted to. And um, yeah. So we're pretty. I, I don't want to say we're confident because, well, we're not. But we're really happy with where it started, <laughs> and uh, we hope to keep momentum going. We're yeah. Uh, and, and we 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 make jokes about it. We we try to we we take a lot of credit in fun. Uh, oh yeah, this isn't a about lot. 
Just a shocking amount of credit we take. Yeah. We're a two-bit slime show, but we have the yeah. best fans. And our yeah. fans talk stuff up. And our fans yeah. get the word out. So that's, that's really who this is hinging on, is the people who are watching us, whether you're live, whether you're catching us afterwards, whether you're listening to us uh, on, on Podbean uh, later on down the road. That's where this thing gets done. And, and that's where our folks really step up big. In getting the word out so so please continue to do that for us on this project yeah and and i'll just put this other two we're still really small and uh people are only just getting interested so we're very available you know and i'm not saying that we're going to be big and unavailable at sometimes but hey. anybody anybody wants to talk to me or us about this in any way um you can just email me at whiskeyjacktoys at gmail.com um or hit us up on the Facebook or the the either the Legends of uh, Hidden Force Facebook or on um, Whiskey Jack Toys Facebook. I'm, I'm I'm the guy that's answering all of that. So, all right, that's incredible. And as a side bonus, you just got signed up for the Eternal Baseball newsletter. So perfect. Uh, there you go. You're excited about that. Wonderful. You, you got a favorite team? Uh, <laughs> you will. Blue Jays. Blue Jays. Sure. By the way, someone mentioned earlier, and this is with yeah. all love to Joe Colton, uh, but you probably should plug the damn restaurant, right? Should I? Yeah. I think so. Do I want people yeah. knowing what my restaurant is? I mean, oh, you just gave them your email address. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. yeah sure. if, you, if you want to, just feel free to plug up, whatever up you to want. You. No pressure. So, so well, uh, okay. Well, if do any of the three of you get to the West Coast of Canada at all? No. So I get, to, I get right. to Oregon. That's west. Well, that's pretty close. That's How pretty far north am I say, going? I know I, I could mention it, but I just know that the majority of the audience isn't going to be there. Or they're this not going to be in my neck of the woods. This is how we grow our Canadian audience. <laughs> we have brought them an hour and 45 minutes of what they wanted to see. Sure. Okay. So a couple of minutes to talk about whatever you want. I, sure. I live on Vancouver Island. It's a. Uh, uh, let's see, miles. It would be about 300 miles long. The island. It's a. It's a very large island. It's bigger than some of your states. Um, it's just off Vancouver, and I'm, my restaurant's dead smack in the middle of it on the on the coast, but middle of the island. It's a long island. Um, it's called the restaurant's called Locals, and uh, it's a high end seafood and I don't know. I would. I would. I'm reluctant to say it's just seafood. Like. Yeah, it's, it's it's everything. That's, that's a specialty, but it is a uh, mm. equally proficient in mainland fare. Yeah, absolutely. Right now we have both lamb and venison on the menu that I can't stop eating. So there you go. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you stopping for an hour and forty minutes. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks. I, I absolutely. I've been working on this for years. I'm really excited for this for the next few weeks to get to talk about it to everybody. And uh, thanks for letting me be. Um, here and and get to talk about it with you guys. It's nicer to do this with when you get to talk to friends than to talk to complete strangers where you feel uncomfortable. Right. So thank you. But I know how I know how cool this time is when you yeah. poured so much into a line that you haven't been able to talk about at all. Exactly. Right? That, yeah. Absolutely. That, ru that rush of opening yeah. it up and enjoying. Yeah. It's not not always positive, but that's okay. But just yeah, enjoying absolutely. that feedback. 
Yeah, is, absolutely. Is really any any cool feedback's time. good right now because I've been creating it. We've been creating this in a vacuum. So anything good or bad, it's like, oh, okay, perfect. Okay, well, we were kind of worried about that. And that's great that we heard that now. So, you know, it's all good stuff. So we're we're getting down to close to time, Darren. Let's roll right into shout outs. Uh, sure. Who do you want to shout out for this project, man? Who like who who worked on it or or life in general or or just <laughs> shout out, man? Shout, who are you shouting well, out to? The thing is, I don't. You know how sometimes people hold their talents create close to the vest. They don't want to share them because they feel that the person's going to get exploited and never be able to work for them again. So Matt is the designer extraordinaire matt designed almost the visual look of every single figure in there and matt deserves all that credit he is absolutely amazing we're talking about matt smeltzer uh of the of the wonder twins of of chad matted um yeah he's just outdone himself but i'm really lucky in that he is absolutely not interested in doing any other toy lines except for ours so i'm not worried about telling everybody about him um and Chad's been indispensable as uh, he is the solver. Anytime we have a problem, minutes later, it's solved. He is the guy that we run every wild idea by. And he's like, he just has a solution for it immediately. So, uh, yeah, the, it's really been the three of us. And um, But we've had a lot of talented people. The website, we tried to, I tried, I finished the website before I went to Toylanta and thought I'd launched it. And then I came home and realized that I'd messed something up. So it's not going to be up for two more days. But on the website, we do have a page with links uh, to every single person that helped, or it's a page of every single person that helped, and then links to how to get in touch with them if you want to hire them for your boutique line, because we want to see those guys, those very talented people, all get more work. So. Yeah, I, I just have to touch base again. Uh, Chad is, uh, if you have a problem, he solves it. Does he also check out the beat while you DJ revolve it? He does. Amazingly enough, amazingly enough, that song was written for him. All right, excellent. <laughs> you got anybody else there, Darren? Anybody outside of outside of work? Anybody you want to give a shout out to? There's stuff outside of work. All right, fair enough. I got you there. Yeah, I work. I work 80 hours a week in a restaurant that I own. And I spend every other waking moment making toys. There's, there's no one else in my life. Right. Shout out to locals. Yeah. All right. That's it. Racktime Rob. Yes. Shout it out. All right. Shout out to the studio audience. Thanks for coming. Thanks for watching. Shout out. Shout out to Joe. We'll yeah, see bye, Joe. And little Joe. And, and wrist, little Joe. Wrist lock. And the and the wrist lock. Shout out to Mark Weber. Uh, it's pretty simple out here in Rhode Island. Uh, my favorite season is starting soccer season. So to uh, Coach Scott and Coach Alex, who will be coaching the little, the little Webbers this spring, God help you. Uh, and I'll be there rooting from the sidelines. So for Coach Scott, who coaches Elizabeth, and Coach Alex, who coaches Derek, uh, good luck. And to Coach Rocky, who coached me, screw you, man. You're a rotten coach. <laughs> That's all I got, man. Gonna gonna have people running after you like uh, Tim Roberts. Yeah, exactly. Right. He was the enforcer. I'll be honest with you, and I was not a fast guy ever. Tim Roberts ain't, ain't never catching me. <laughs> Nobody's fast on the ground. Mark. That's, all That's it. That's my soccer mantra. I'm gonna I'm gonna reiterate rec time Rob's thoughts. Uh, thank you to our our studio audience. If you're catching us on replay, thank you too. Uh, be sure. Regardless of where you're watching us, uh, if you're on YouTube with us tonight, 
like the video, subscribe to the channel, uh, share us on all your toy channels, especially since we got stuff for them all to take part in tonight uh, with Legends of the Hidden Force. Uh, if you're catching us on on the audio side of things, uh, on Podbean or Apple Podcasts or wherever you get those, uh, write us a review. We haven't had one of them in forever. Um, five stars. No less than five stars. We're perfect, damn it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get over it. Dave, uh, Mel- Dave Meltzer gives us eight stars. Right. <laughs> can I Can I? I just realized I probably should plug my podcast? Yeah. Yeah, that I've done it for twelve years. Yeah, uh, I never think to because I'm never a guest on someone else's. Had that does a podcast that's been doing a podcast as long as we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so yeah, uh, we've been doing it for twelve years, and it's all about food. It's all about eating local and uh, sourcing your own food, and all of that great stuff, and all the people that provide your food. So it's called the Edible Valley Podcast, and uh, please check us out. Is that uh, wherever your podcasts are found? It is. It's on every single platform. There you go. You can Spotify that to your heart's content. <laughs> Thanks. I uh, want to give a shout out to our, our good friend, Darren Howlett of Whiskey Jack Toys. Thanks. Thank you, Darren. Thank you. Uh, give a shout out to, again, the wrist lock and Joe Colton and baby Joe as, as we count down the, the final days until that uh, particular figure premiere. Mm. and uh, <laughs> best of luck to them on that we'll do our best to keep you posted and, and that's uh, to my co-hosts to rack time rob to to the honcho mark weber and uh that's what we got this week great thank you but uh be sure to join us next week we'll be back tuesday at nine with another episode of what's on joe mind uh, i'm not sure quite what we're doing yet uh but it'll be the three of us and and another wonderful guest co-host Uh, So if we've got you on that speed dial before, you may be hearing from us again. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. I lost my buttons. But here we go. uh, As our friend Vagon likes to say, be safe. And if you can't, be careful. Until then, uh, have a great rest of the week. Enjoy your weekend. Be sure to come back for us next Tuesday night for another episode of What's on Joe Mind. Yo, Joe, everybody. Oh, my God.